You unlock this benefit with the key of Patreon. Beyond is another dimension. A dimension of thought. A dimension of speculation. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both waffle and substance. Of things and ideas. You've just crossed into the podcast zone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Trekking Through the Twilight Zone. And uh, we are going to be talking about long life you know, what you say, like, as if you're sort of Gwyneth Paltrow, you'd be talking about nutrients, eating right and exercising, or in this case, alkal chemical science, and uh, possibly the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, we are talking about uh, long live Walter Jameson. Is it Jameson? Yeah. yeah. Um, and this episode um, is, is, you described previous ones as a play. There's been a couple sort of recently as described as like, you know, they're small stories. This has really only got three characters. Uh, it's got Walter Jameson, uh, uh, an elderly sort of professor called Sam, uh, and his daughter, who's 30, who is due to marry Walter. And the reveal in this episode, as we get to it, is that um, Walter's age is, is indeterminate by others around him. And it turns out that actually he is an immortal who has been around for over 2,000 years. And we'll get into that in a moment. But so, yeah, Julian, what were your initial thoughts on this episode? Yeah. I like this episode. I think it's a lesser episode, especially than mm. the fantastic batch of episodes that precede it. Um, but, you know, we've seen a lot of stories about Im immortals and immortality. And this is pretty good. Um, mm. You know, I, I especially like the sort of, um, you know, the sort of business of, um, you know, his colleagues and that he tried to resign and, <laughs> you know, was talked into staying and. Uh, fell in love and, you know, tries to avoid it. But, you know, and this idea of sort of like, yeah, you know, you watch your relationships die. How many wives has this guy had? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, um, one of the things I like about this is that they've made him very distinguished. It, 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 it seemed to be important that, you know, for having lived 2,000 years, he, you know, he's very sort of like clean cut. He's very distinguished. He's sort of, like, you know, uh, debonair. You know, he, he looks sort of very late 50s, early 60s in that sort of, mm -hmm. um, in, in a certain style. Um, and so, you, you you know, when it's a reveal that he's been around for 2,000 years, it's an interesting, it's an interesting double header for me because I'm like, yeah, someone who's been around for 2,000 years would become very adaptive. Like, they'd be like, this is the fashion. I've got, I've got to learn to blend in. I've got to learn new things. I've got to keep up with technology and all this other stuff. However, there's also a fact that like he sounds incredibly American for someone who lived around with Plato. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I found myself, I and I always do this when you watch a period piece, especially the older back you go, I look at his skin and yeah. I think, where are the blemishes? Where are the signs of like infection and lack mm. of medicine? Um, nobody had movie star perfect skin, yeah. you know, in ancient <laughs> times. It's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, Julius Caesar probably had, you know, just pox marks and, you know, I mean, everybody had cuts and scrapes and stuff. Um, so that's sort of, to me, I associate it with a kind of like Hollywood thing. Mm. Um, uh, I, I've actually done a lot of thinking about, you know, immortality. And I think maybe the reverse is true, that after a while, you're just like, ah, you know, look, 
these, you know, the iPhone is a fad, you know, uh, MP3s, you know, like, look, I remember records. It's all going to be something else in 15 years. And for me, you know, you get older and you think like a decade is not what it used to be in yeah. our lives. Right. Um, so, you know, I think probably you get less adaptive as an immortal. Um, but, Maybe. But, you know, one of the things that I, I learned you know, quite recently, I was thinking that, you know, you only have to go back sort of like 200 something years before talking to your ancestors becomes incredibly difficult, even within the same country, because the way language changes. Um, and so, yeah, there's this thing of like, perk, you know, speaking, if you were an immortal and you've been around for 2000 years, I don't know, it, it sort of feels this, this idea of sort of like, you know, you're still, speak, you're still on the English thing. <laughs> you're like American English. Yeah. No, it's not even that, but like I say if he was great, but it's even the fact he t he's giving lectures on history. I love that idea that he gives them because he felt that like it was like he was there. And I love that as a conceit. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And it's exactly it's totally what I would do if it was me. Um <laughs> but but like this idea of sort of like he can speak sort of like you know in a very modern cut debonair way when I'm like hang on like you know you <laughs> we all pick up habits from different things and you know how long do they stick around and all this other stuff so it, it, I, I i don't know it's, i know it's only 22 minutes but I, i'd love to explore that of like how he's had to change to be represented as a, as a modern man you know if this is like yeah for years i was you know i, I had to change from ancient greece to you know i moved with the time so during the fall of the roman empire i ended up living in you know uh europe i was trapped in europe and had to survive through the plague and through this and through that and then when it got crap i moved to america and i've been in america since the revolution and, and whatever like you know I, I, I wanted a bit of history to say how is it you've ended up here you know that, that's, that's like an awesome movie i mean that's yeah. the that's the vim vendors you know adaptation of mm -hmm. uh, long live walter jameson um but, you know, as you say, it's 20 minutes, you know, uh, it doesn't have time for this. But I mean, I love that, too. I mean, you know, not to plug it, but, you know, Lazarus, I have a Lazarus comic that, that mm -hmm. explores some of this stuff. Um, but I mean, I find myself thinking, you know, uh, also about social mores that I mean, if you grew up in the Roman world, you're, you know, no matter how much you change with the times, you know, look at baby boomers today you know i mean yeah. you're not going to keep up it, you cannot just flip a switch and say oh yeah women should vote now i mean and yeah. if this made any sense walter jameson would be like you know yeah your daughter's nice and just every couple sentences he mentions how she's property you know and he needs you know well i'm negotiating with you because you know you own her until she's transferred to me yeah. um you know so that's another thing, along with the language. That yeah, I mean these, but these it's, are it's, tropes. Yeah, it's, it's tropes. I mean, you know, I, I can't. I I love the film Highlander, so I, you know, I can't. And I but I pick it up in that as well because that makes even less sense. Um, but yeah, but the, the thing is, like, I like the fact this is a small story of, um, uh, and it, it, what it boils down to is the fact that like he says, yeah, we we don't learn, we don't learn. We we are basically animals and we are driven by certain desires i know i should leave like i knew i should leave i tried to leave i was talked into staying and now i don't want to leave and 
I I know exactly what's going to happen, and you are shown towards the by the end of the episode exactly what would have happened. Um, and so I, I like that that it does show that he's actually like you say he is still human. Um, and uh, it, you know makes bad decisions. Yeah, I like that too. I I did want to chime in on this college professor thing and the, the history professor thing because. I mean, you said you liked it, and I do, too. I think that's like a clever idea, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's sort of the first way you see him. On the other hand, the idea that, like, it, there's something about this that really, really bothers me. The idea that, like, if you live through the event, you understand the event better than the historian. Yeah. It's such a dumb idea. I hate this so much. I mean, it is true that people who live through an event I mean, the events of our lives, we've lived through events that we understand the feeling around it yes. in a way that historians are going to struggle to capture and movies made 100 years from now will struggle to capture. Having said that, you know, just because you live through it doesn't mean that you understand the facts of it. And mm-hmm. the idea that like everybody is just like, oh, entranced by his description of the Civil War is so ridiculous, you know, and it's so partisan. <laughs> That in real life, people would say, you know, you are such a partisan and you get these facts wrong. That stuff is in dispute and you're asserting it as fact without citations. You know, you can't just write a history book and get an academic job if the history book has no academic citations. And it's like, well, trust me, this this historical figure did this. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I I did ask the question because he appears to have just applied to become a professor. (laughs) <laughs> and, and being granted you know that job um so yeah i was interested in that. I, I was almost willing to give it that in fact i was probably more willing to give it that than than his use of language um which i think says more about me to be perfectly honest <laughs> um but yeah well, it, I, as an american i just think everybody speaks like that and it's and it's a <laughs> it's a weird thing if they don't right exactly Jesus, yeah. well, spoke american english if you yeah and he, and he looked he looked very similar apparently that's true yeah. um one of the things i did i did think we talk about age and and um and again i don't want this to come across i don't know how to, okay she's 30 and he's 51 all right mm. now i well, know according that they think he's 51 yeah but even he says he's around 51 that's sort yeah. of like the age at which he sort of he's pronouncing himself and sort of like you know he's got that he's sort of got the graying at the temples and he looks sort of like you know very uh reed richards um uh, and and so like you know but even to me i'm like 30 to 51 and i know there are people that are age, are age gaps and people fall in love with who they fall in love with and i'm not i'm not trying to sort of be a prude around that but i don't know it just feels I don't know, there's something about this that fell off, and maybe it's because you don't get enough background on on the the uh, the, the female in the cast, like you know, but it, it just feels a little bit too um, like she's thirty, but she's besotted with him. They they still try and play her off like a girl. Do you know what I mean? And it's sort of mm-hmm. it, they try and make up she's getting she's working for her PhD and she's going to be you know great and she's incredibly intelligent. Yet they still want to play her off as this sort of like lust filled teenager um Mm -hmm. and it feels very confused i I think you're right i mean you know and i think it's hard to talk about this without getting into sort of the 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 current politics about you know age gaps and and Mm -hmm. whatnot And, and these days there are people who you know i mean 
you know, look, the problem when somebody is, you know, a politician is, you know, having sex with with underage girls is that's illegal and those are underage girls. The problem isn't, you know, that they're, you know, in relationships with people who are 20, if they're 45, 50, whatever, this, these are consenting adults. There are power mm. issues there. But I mean, sometimes we elide these things. And I'm not saying that's not something to look at or focus on. But um, but it's not necessarily by itself a sort of, you know, condemnatory thing. And I mean, let's not forget all of our societies 100 years ago. It was yeah. normal yeah. to have gaps, not 20 years, but you know, books on marriage recommended 10 year gaps, you know, mm -hmm. so. Um, so, you know, let's remember that. Having said that, I think because the father is a character, it comes off as really weird. And yeah. you're right that uh, she's played like a little girl who's, you know, in love with him. You're absolutely dead on. And and I just found the father so strange that yeah. the father you know, uh, Walter Jameson mentions the age gap and it's like, oh, you disapprove because of that. Right. It's clearly something on his mind. Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe the point of that age gap is just to bring out the immortality thing. Right. Because, you know, it's like, ha ha, the real age gap is about two uh, thousand yeah. years, guys, um, which is clever on its own. But it does feel a little bit like, you know, <laughs> Professor Samuel Kittredge is sort of. Uh, selling his daughter you know you know it's just well, feels they, bizarre they do talk several times about his, him giving his hand in you know giving the hand in marriage like this this old sort of like he came to see the father to talk about it and i hate all that crap it always mm. has bothered me and it, so it does it feels like very sort of you say about property being given across but even the way she's portrayed like the actress is sort of like they they make a point of saying she's 30 i'm like, all right fine that's a grown woman. She can make her own choices. How is it she's still living with her dad and, you know, who's, who says he's 71, um, you know, and but this, she gets sent to her room at one point. This is yeah. like, and she does the dishes. It's it's just this weird, like, the, yeah. they're trying to sort of have their cake and eat it in this episode. It, it sort of, it, 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 it weirds me out. It doesn't work. Yeah, because she's because she's not important, right? I mean, yeah. she's the the real plot is between those two you know plus this ex-wife you know mm. at the end who's very very old who want, just shows up and, and kills him which i quite liked well what did you think about the uh, uh end of that no i do i kind of like this there's a couple of things in the end that i kind of like i mean I, I do like this idea that she's tracked him down again like, i like the fact she's tracked him down because of this announcement of the engagement and she's a bit like no screw you you know you did this to me. You abandoned me. You know when you know when I was getting too old, and I'm not. I'm not going to let that happen to someone again. So it, it, it's sort of like she's sort of taking revenge, but also trying to protect other people. Um, I kind of liked it because, and there's also a really good point he makes. There's a discussion about becoming an immortal, and because the the professor's scared of dying, and and uh, Walter says to him, he says, "Well, it depends when you become." An immortal look i've looked like this for two thousand years like would you really want to become immortal at 71 with all yeah. your aches and all your pains and all your ailments like you know you're, you would you want to look like that for the for forever and that's a really good point and it made me think about um interview with a vampire when you know kirsten dunst plays it and she gets you know 
uh, sired when she's a child and, and has to live forever looking like a prepubescent girl. And it's, it's this idea that they've been trapped in that body. Um, so I like that idea. So that that was really cool. But I also like the fact, and it made me think of, again, of, of, sort of uh, Last Crusade, Indiana Jones' Last Crusade. She, I love the fact she turns up to shoot him and she uses the gun that he's been holding for just this occasion, like, you know. And it looks like a, a, a possible a, suicide, right? Yeah, yeah. And so and he's thought about it repeatedly, but he said he acknowledges it. I'm a coward. I don't want to die. I, I did this to avoid death, and now I w- sort of want to die, but I don't want to bring it on myself. So I like the fact that that gun is used in a sort of a Chekhov, Chekhov's gun kind of way. <laughs> um, and so I like that. But I also like the fact he ages as well. He doesn't just die. Like age catches up with him, and 2,000 years catches up with him. And... Again, it made me think of sort of the end of uh, um, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade when he drinks from the wrong cup. Uh-huh. Um, it looked, it looks good. It looked pretty good. So no, I like the whole ending. Of this this episode it was really cool. Yeah, I really like that he ages too, and I, I like that he. Um, I'm not. I, I'm not sure that I buy the you know cliche of like I I want to die you know mm-hmm. and I and I really don't buy that you have gone two thousand years without any injury you know yeah. you haven't stubbed your toe you know. Um, I don't go two. I don't been... go two weeks without an injury. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it strains credulity. Um, but uh, you know, so I don't buy that. But I love that he ages, and I love the shot of him. It, it's sort of shot from underneath his chin as mm. he's really old and dying, mm-hmm. and he's sort of like uh, 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 gasps. And and I thought, this is going on. This yeah. is pretty graphic for 1960s television. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was done really well. I actually kind of liked it. Uh, it. I thought it was quite cool. Um, dispatching of him. And I like the fact she just disappears into the night as well. Like, you know, she escapes. The old woman just manages to sort of... Um, she what disappears into the night. So it is un- all sort of solved, un- unresolved and stuff. Like, he just disappears into dust. Um, so I do really like all that. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good, it's a good solid episode on that yeah. front. I feel that too. It, it, you know, it doesn't amount to a lot. It's not as charming as other episodes, but we, you know, the, with the cliche of immortals and stuff, this is a, you know, a take worth doing. Yeah, no, it's it, it definitely a take. I think there's an interesting take on it. I mean, it raises questions around are there others because it's it's clearly a science that's possible, um, and so you know, it opens up ideas, but. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a, it was a, it was a pretty good, uh, pretty good episode. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts? No, I'm good. Excellent. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always, and uh, we shall catch you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.